Hello and welcome back to the Inbetweenish pod, a place where we talk about growing up in between countries, cultures, ethnicities, and faiths. I'm your host, Beatrice Noor, and I aim to create a safe space for the already confused to discuss complicated emotions around home and belonging. This is our second mini-sode, and I want to go back to a question that I should have probably explored in the very beginning of the Inbetweenish pod. You probably already know by now that on the pod, we don't really shy away from talking about identity crises, past and present. And I thought it would be interesting to actually understand what an identity crisis is from a psychological perspective. So for this mini-sode, I did a bit of research and I'll be sharing information based on the work and theories of Eric Erickson. He was a developmental psychologist of the 20th century and his work focused primarily on identity and identity development. He's also the first person who coined the term identity crisis. So before we go into understanding what is an identity crisis, I think it's important to define identity. In the most basic terms, identity is how you identify yourself. But to go more into it, your identity is comprised of five aspects, and they are your experiences, your relationships, your beliefs, your values, and your memories. So the combination of these five come together to create your subjective sense of self, and this identity remains somewhat constant throughout your life, even as you develop other aspects of yourself over time. Your personal identity helps guide your actions, your beliefs, and your behaviors on a day-to-day basis. You may have heard of Erickson's eight stages of psychosocial development, I won't get too deep into how identity develops, but I just want to give you a brief overview. In this theory, Erickson outlines eight stages of life from infancy all the way to death, and each stage is met with a conflict. Um, Usually the conflict is tied to an important life event or experience, such as preschool or potty training or work, um, parenthood, etc., Depending on how the conflict is resolved, you'll align with certain feelings. So in one of the stages, you will either develop trust or mistrust. And in another stage, you may develop confidence or self-doubt. That's all I'll share about this for now in terms of identity development, as I think this is a whole other topic. But I will link an article in the show notes that explains it at length. Now, this brings us to the next question. What is an identity crisis? Have you struggled with existential questions? Like, have you ever found yourself feeling confused about your place in life? Or perhaps your sense of belonging to a certain culture? Or maybe a religion? Um, Perhaps you've caught yourself questioning, who am I really to myself? And if you've asked yourself these questions, congratulations, you've experienced an identity crisis. What's important to understand is that this comes in many forms. You may find yourself questioning your values and spiritual beliefs, or you may find yourself questioning your role in society. Um, Maybe you're questioning your purpose in life, you know, related to your profession, your career, what you do in life. On some level, it's normal to ask ourselves these questions from time to time. 
but it becomes a crisis when it takes over other aspects of your life and you're unable to function at your normal capacity. And generally speaking, identity crises and this line of questioning yourself will also happen alongside like big life changes and stressful periods in your life. There are certain moments in people's lives where identity crises are more likely to happen, and I'll get into those in a future episode. In my research, I came across the work of James Marcia, who built upon Erickson's work. He had an interesting way of looking at identity crisis, and he introduced this idea of identity status, or statuses, there are four. So he uses exploration and commitment as the main criteria to explain each status and the shift between them. And I just want to clarify, it's not so much levels, it's not like stages, as a person won't always experience all four statuses. I'm going to go through them and give a few examples, and hopefully that'll help clarify things. The first of the four um, is referred to as identity foreclosure. So what that means is when you make a commitment to a certain identity without really exploring. So let's say you're born into a Catholic Christian family where both parents practice the same religion and you're brought up in the same faith, and therefore you practice that religion without really questioning or looking at anything else. The second status is referred to as identity achievement, and this is when you explore different identities and then you make a commitment. So if we were to go back to the religious example, say you're born into a Catholic family and everybody in the household practices the same faith. At some point in time, you start to explore different religions and eventually you decide that you know you don't want to commit to Christianity anymore and you feel like you align more with Jainism. And so you start to identify as a Jain. That would be an example of identity achievement. The third status is called identity diffusion, and I think the best way to kind of explain this is likening it to a gray area. It's when there's both a lack of exploration and commitment. I kind of see it as when someone is in the phase of having given up on certain things. It's often in identity diffusion where a person feels most out of place in the world. So in the religious example, you know, Catholic uh, Christian family, this would be when you denounce your Christianity and you're not sure what you identify as, but you're not actively seeking where you fit in. You're just kind of mm, floating about. The fourth and last status is called identity moratorium. And this is when you're actively involved in exploring different identities, but you haven't made a commitment to anything. So let's say you're exploring different faiths and holy scripts, but you're kind of undecided. All four of these statuses don't happen all at once. Your identity is developed over time, but a lot of your identity develops by the time you're 20. That's not to say that your identity is set in stone um, post-20, but the developments just don't happen quite as frequently. Our identities are complex and made up of many components. As you're developing your sense of self, there are conscious and subconscious elements that go into it. For example, whether you develop trust or mistrust based on how consistent your relationship was with your primary caregivers during infancy 
is really happening on a subconscious level. You aren't really aware of it. But then there are conscious choices that you make that also integrate into your identity regarding ideologies, occupations, relationships, hobbies, etc. And these get incorporated into your identity over time. With Marcia's identity statuses, I was able to better understand where I'm at with different parts of my own identity. So for me, when it comes to religious ideologies, I feel like I've journeyed through all four statuses at some point in my past, and now I feel pretty confident in my beliefs. But on the other hand, my cultural identity is a whole other dilemma. Sometimes I feel more Brazilian, other times more Egyptian, and most times, if I'm being honest, I just don't feel enough of either. What about you? Can you pinpoint where you're at with different parts of your identity? So I hope you enjoyed this mini-sode. I know it's a little different, but I personally really enjoy reading about identity, belonging, cultures, um, because it helps me understand my guests and myself a little better. If you like this format, let me know. And I just want to say, I'm not positioning myself as an expert on any of these topics. Uh, I'm just curious and I'm learning along the way. Thanks for joining me for this mini-sode. If you want more from the pod, follow us on Instagram where I take you behind the scenes and invite you into my world. You can also send me a voice memo on our website, linked in the show notes below. The Inbetweenish pod is created and hosted by Beatrice Noor. Original music is composed and produced by Melika Messiri. Thanks for tuning in. In Inbetweenish, signing off. See you guys next time.